Hey guys, this is me. Did you move today? Ati bujo aujourd'hui. Chatame chiste oji i vos tomoviste ora. I welcome to the Did you move today podcast. I'm your host Andrea and I'm very excited to be here. I have Jermaine as my guest. He's from Entrefeed. We talk about commitment, goals and kids. Yes, kids. Um Entrefeed is a platform that brings entrepreneurs together. Jermaine is from Connecticut originally. Learn sales in New York. He's a hustler and his family is from Jamaica. You can find him on Instagram and Facebook on Trafeed. So O N T R A F E E D. So yeah, let's get started. Got it? Yeah, ready. Are we live? We are. All right. Go ahead, take it away. Take okay. It away. So hey, um, I'm Andrea, and I'm here with Jermaine from Entrefeed. What's up, what's up, what's up? What's and good? Yeah, we're excited to be here and to talk about stuff. Yeah. I, Andrea, I appreciate you taking time out of your schedule. We both just killed the gym, like destroyed it, um, saw each <laughs> other, came here. It's around 7.30, you know, time after work. And I did a, uh, first of all, thank you for taking time out of your schedule to have a conversation. I know this is, this has been a little bit of a long time coming. We had a our mm. preliminary discussion back in. December or so about this, maybe earlier. Mm. Um, cool, I appreciate you taking the time. No, thank you. Thank you for, for being here. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's reciprocal for sure. Exactly. I think we met we met, we met actually at the gym. Yeah. And you were listening to Gary V. And yeah, I'm just yeah. like, aha, okay, I have to talk to this person. It's crazy. So the amazing thing, you know, looking back when Andrea and I first met, um, the conversations that we did have, you know, reaching at the gym have just come into fruition. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to know a little bit about what we spoke about from your perspective, the plans that you had from your perspective, um, and how that can kind of came into fruition just based off of that conversation from the gym. How did you make that tangible? Like, how did you make that happen? And what is that like? Yeah, I think that was back. Was that back in December or that November? Was way, that was way back. Like, I, don't I think like a, even before, before November. That? I think it was before November or something because I, yeah, it was before that because I was teaching yoga on Sundays Yeah, yeah. and you were working out before, before that, before my class. And so I was like, let me work out before my, uh, I was going to work out before my class and then teach. Mm. Um, And I don't know, you know, like to be honest with you, I think it was a hard, it was a hard time uh, for me. I was just trying to figure my life out. Like, you know, everyone is trying to figure their life out, but I was just trying to figure what was going to happen. Um, I know I've been working, uh, corporate for, for a minute, uh, for, yeah, for a minute. And so I was just like thinking about like, okay, what's going to happen next. And, and yeah, it was a hard, hard, hard time. Exactly. And the the reason why I'm so excited about that is because from my perspective, much like your goals, you write your goals down in pieces of paper and you make them happen. I did the same exact thing with Entropy. And I was like, yo, this would be pretty dope if I reach out to entrepreneurs and have them share their perspectives on things. It was just an idea, but something that has, you know, happened. And like I, me personally, I cannot stress the the matter of execution as much as possible. Although that piece of paper is, you know, a very valuable asset is the preliminary discussions, the preliminary ideas. It's a preliminary framework. You know, ideas really like ain't shit, like first curse word there shit like that is ain't shit execution is is key and that's something that i've you know i've seen at least from my perspective me and also from you as well is 
that when you have a plan, Andrea, just based off of, and she pulled out a bunch of pieces of paper. I can pull them out. So like, it'll be dope. Like, I can definitely. Yeah, pull out. And she has a she has pieces of paper of a bunch of goals that she wants to obtain. And it just so happened that every single goal that she wrote on that piece of paper, she yeah. got. Like, so I, I mean, I guess if you are not. Uh, if you're listening, you're not going to be able to see the papers, but here are the papers. Yeah. I have like four here, but I wrote a letter to myself when I was maybe like a year ago okay. as well. And that's so where I wrote things. It was basically, honestly, the way that I felt mm -hmm. and the things that I wanted to accomplish. Mm -hmm. um, and then um, before I forget something that I just, uh, after you were talking, uh, something that came up right now is uh, the process. Yeah. Because the process, it takes so much time. Oh, no, you're gonna kill me. You're gonna kill me. You're not gonna kill me this time because I'm not. I'm not saying process for the first time this time. And today I did it. I say process in like every single one of the podcasts I do. Like, all right, go. go but process. it's it's the process. The process it takes a lot of time. Um, sometimes uh, there was this conversation that I had with this uh, professional dancer. And this was a few years ago, back in 2015, when I graduated from school. And I, okay. I was talking to her. She was the dean back then of uh, uh, of the school that I went to, Columbia, and the dean of the dance department. And she told me, Andrea, sometimes you want things. The way that you're explaining to me is that you're going from point A to point B, a straight line. Yeah. And she, sa she said to me, but it doesn't work that way. Yeah, yeah. Like You have to think that it is a big, like a mesh of many, many lines. Yeah, yeah to get to that point B. And maybe you're not going to get to that point B this, at the same time that you want to be in, in, mm. in that same like same same point of my life. So, I mean, I, I wrote the things that I want to accomplish mm. on the papers and on these papers that I have, but the process was not the it most fun of part. Right? Yeah, it was and, a straightforward. You know, I don't have my shit figured out yet. I have a really good framework, a really good timeline. I have pieces of paper written around my house in terms of what I'm going to accomplish, what I want to accomplish specifically through entrepreneurs, specifically through my family, specifically through, you know, many things. But I do not have the step-by-step. -step. I don't have the A, B, C, D, um, you mm -hmm. know, X, Y, Z of it. And that's what really excites me. So does it bother you that sometimes you can't see past A, B, C? Like, is that is does that uncertainty... You know, rattle you a little bit or, or all the time i mean all the time because like right now what i have my life quote unquote figure out yeah, from yeah. here to a couple of years but then yeah. what's going to happen after like you don't like i don't know if things are going to work exactly the same way that i want them to work i mean i'll try my best to make them work yeah. and uh but i think i think it's not so i think the process is super important but also to have kind of like a, so I'm very, I'm very perfectionist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think good, that that's something. Good, good, good. So, and, 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 and sometimes I want things exactly the way that I said that I want. Mm -hmm. So like, I want to be in this dance company, the name of this dance company and this, like, this date and this. So like, sometimes it's not going to work that way, you know, and I have mm -hmm. to keep reminding myself, Hey, you don't have control over everything that you want to accomplish, but I can do my best to make it happen. And if it just doesn't happen, yeah. then. I'll dance for another dance company. Yeah. You know? I feel that. And I'm almost the opposite from that, but not really. Like, I'm such a, you know, overarching plan macro guy. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I struggle a little bit getting into the granularities of things. Like, I got specific my granular level, and I like it. I like it. You know, 
know, like, like I'm such like a big, like big picture thing. Like I have like big picture steps of way to get there, but I don't have like the small details sometimes. And that's something that um, for me personally, when, when pitching a business to somebody else, sure, the, the overall, you know, appealing aspect to it mm-hmm. is going to be great. But for people that I've approached, um, people like, like investors, um, you know, people that just want to hear a general idea of what my business is going to look like, like, you know, I, I fuck with that. Like, but tell me more. And I'm like, oh shit. So like, I wonder if anybody else listening, um, is really good at the macro, like really good at the big picture, like huge, but kind of struggles with the small intricacies. And the reason why I think I struggle with the small intricacies is because I kind of have that certainty. I I mean, I kind of like that uncertainty, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like as if making that granular, those granular certainties kind of takes away from my pleasure of the whole uncertainty thing. Like I'm weird. Like I like I like gray. Like I like gray areas. Like I learned a lot of the gray. But don't be like me. So, but sometimes no. But I think for some people that might work. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think what I'm interested in now that now that you just mentioned that. So like, I'll give you an example. So what if yeah. I have this goal? Okay, mm-hmm. I want to do. I don't know. Like let's say, uh, what would be a big goal? Like I want to do. I want to be a millionaire, okay? okay? So, yeah, something like very... But I'm like, okay, I want to be a millionaire. Yeah, but yeah. what are the... So you see that picture, mm-hmm. but what about the process of how to get there? Um, do you mean... So do you, do, you, do you... Would you only care about the fact that you want to become a millionaire? Or what about the process of becoming a millionaire? The baby steps, like, I'm going to open a Roth IRA. I'm going to open... Um, buy some assets you know you know what i'm saying like i I just want to make sure that i so my overarching goal is to create a community for entrepreneurs i'll replace that for the i like i'll replace that um instead of like a millionaire yeah um actually creating very we work type style places Mm -hmm. a little more rustic and geared towards small businesses business startups um, as well as independent entrepreneurs in conjunction with a digital um, marketing agency. That's mm-hmm. the macro goal, right? And yeah. That's the big goal. And then your question is, do I care more? It's <laughs> a good question. Do I care more about hitting that goal less the process? Um, I'm a process guy. Um, if someone were to offer me to have every single piece of that, a team of 50 um, dedicated to digital, digital marketing and 30 locations in the United States of America. And someone shook my hand and said, Jermaine, you can have that tomorrow. I'll be like, no, bro, chill out. Like I'll take my time doing that. Um, okay. And the reason being is because there's so much that you learn throughout the process. Um, my goal is to be the best man that I can be. Um, and I find that I find you know, I find that I find I'm going to be the best man I can be through those processes, not through the instant gratification. Um, nothing about me is instant. Like going back to, you know, who I am as an individual, like I was a football player, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I played I played football in college. And I've told this, I've told this analogy a couple of times, I think, but, you know, you always strive to run a really fast 40-yard dash. Um, but the process in which of, you know, getting faster, getting stronger, getting bigger, 
that progression was so enjoyable. And that's why for me, football was so addicting because you never got to that point. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna, to answer your question um, more upfront, it's just about the process for me. Um, it's about, you know, what goes on during that. It's amount of these skills that I'll learn that I can, you know, give to my children, right? Um, and that's, this is the last one before we can kind of move on. It's, um, I think about my children a lot, oddly. Like, you do? I think about them a lot. I think of them a ton. When you think of legacy, to me, it's like, you know, what can you do with your last name, right? What, you know, what can you bring, you know, what type of vowel can you bring to your children? What type of lessons can you bring to mm -hmm. your children? And in able to bring lessons to your children, you have to learn lessons yourself. And I'm not going to learn that lesson um, by the instant gratification. I'm going to learn it in the process. So that's, that's kind of it. So let's flip it on its head. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, I have two things. Yeah. I don't want to forget. Yeah, yeah, the cool. instant gratification and the children. Uh, so the first thing that you mentioned, uh, instant gratification. That's something that... Um, I feel like a lot of us, mm. we tend to, since things are getting a little bit easier now with, mm. uh, you can Google stuff if you want them right away. You can, you know, everything is like becoming like very, very fast. So a lot of people say that we are the instant gratification generation yeah. of like yeah, the, the millennials. Yeah. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. But unfortunately, and I know Simon Sinek mentions this a lot, mm. it will take time. Like a relationship uh, will take time. Yeah. Maybe you want to be in love right now, but it will take time to fall in love with someone. Yeah. So I think like that's that's something that I wanted to uh, tell you about because um, I sometimes feel that I want things right away. Yeah, yeah. But then I'm like, mm, no. I mean, it will take. But once I get them, I'm like, oh, that's why it took a lot of time. Yeah. But during the process, I'm like, I want to get that right now. So like it, it, that's like instant gratification is, it's it could be you know it's what I'm so saying tough. like it's. I mean, when we're surrounded by it day in and day out, it's just naturally that instant gratification is going to influence us. So I would even I would even consider you close to an instant gratification gratification because you have a realization that it's an urgency, right? It's going to be an urgency for a lot of us, the majority of us. It's just how it goes. Um, but like for for you in this instance, you know, having the ability and circling back around and identifying and being self-aware enough to know mm, this is too instant is something that I feel like a lot of people don't you know yeah. have so that's what I appreciate um so you wanted to talk about kids too yeah I talk do about kids I do I want to I usually don't talk about kids my kids uh, it's the first time that I talk okay, about cool. children like so yeah let's do it right? yeah What's yeah up? um and it's a very interesting thing because I'm just telling you from a woman perspective, and if you're a woman, and if you're listening to this, don't take it personally. I'm just, this is just my, yeah, yeah, yeah. my experience mm. and my, my, the way that I feel sometimes. Yeah. Um, and that I feel like I've been kind of struggling, but now I'm becoming, I guess, better at it. Yeah. But it's just this idea that as a woman, I feel sometimes that the pressure that it's either your career or mm. family. Okay. And then, yeah, you can do both, but uh, it's it's different, you know? And I, I, I've i had conversations with other people about this, like not on a podcast. Like this is the first time that I'm talking about it. Yeah. But it's, it's that idea of do I want to be the best that I can be in my career? Mm -hmm. If that's what I want, then the kids are not in the picture. That's the way that I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
or do I want to have a family and have a job, but like not that I'm not going to be a hundred percent involved in it. Yeah. And then, and then I wanted to talk about that because like you just brought up the fact that, um, the legacy is so important in your mm. last name and, you know, and as a man, like you're, mm. but, but I think like sometimes as women, we struggle with the other well, side. Well, how do you, so where are you at now with that thought? Yeah. So like, like it's been a process. Like I, I'm not going to lie to you. It's been a process. I mean, like, of course it's going to be a continuous yeah, process. Yeah. It, it's been a process. So the first thing that I did when I, because I talked to a lot of my friends about it. Mm. Um, and I have some friends that are very like woman <sighs> independent, kind of yeah, like yeah, the way yeah. that I mm-hmm, am. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we struggle with that. And, um, I've, I've tried to find people that I really look up to that had things that I wanted. Mm. So like career wise, this person has this thing that I want family wise, this person has this thing that I want and like slowly trying to bring them together. But it always made me, um, uneasy sometimes like made me feel like kind of like stressed, like, Oh my God, why I cannot have, I haven't found, I haven't found or I haven't found. I haven't found Mm. someone that is, that has those two things Mm. until, uh, last episode, no, two episodes ago, my mom came and visit and I'm like, this woman has everything that I want. Exactly. (laughs) She was just right in front of me. And I'm like, wait, what mom? Like you are, you know, she's literally the person that, yeah, I don't know how she did it. I mean, and so, like, yeah. now that I see her, like, career-wise, I know that career-wise she could even get even more involved with it, mm. but she had her family, too. So, like, I, I, I'm i seeing now her as an example yeah. for myself. Yeah, yeah. And she always talks about balance. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I think it's 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 a process. Yeah, so, if you're a woman and listening to this, uh, don't take it personally, but... Yeah, this is it, just... it's something to consider. I'm obviously not a woman, so I really, <laughs> <laughs> I, really I, I, don't, I don't know. And that's the reason why, from my perspective, like, atrophy was so important to, to me, right? Um, because I want these people, the people that I speak to are so different, right? Different colors of the spectrums, yeah. um, you know, different backgrounds, different instances. So, you know, you having a conversation as to what a woman's perspective is like when thinking about children, um, in a sense, whether or not it's not, you know, yeah. applicable to me, it will be applicable to whoever I consider my wife or, you know, yeah. looking into the future. So I appreciate hearing from that perspective. Um, you know, when I, and I'll go back to, you know, why do I personally think about, you know, mm-hmm. my kids and, um, you know, why is that a constant thought? Um, it's because... Having my business is, is, is a huge macro goal. Um, like it's going to be awesome. It's going to be fantastic. Um, you know, having the ability to support my mom from a monetary perspective as well as my pops from a monetary perspective is a, is a macro goal. Um, and, you know, having my kids is just such a goal for me. Um, it's just something that, you know, um, I had great parents. They raised me great, you know, especially my mom herself. Um, she, you know, she did a fantastic job. Um, but you think, you know, of all of these things in which motivates you, right? My pops motivates me. My mom motivates me. Mm-hmm. Motivates me. Um, you know, my whole family in general motivates me. The, the thought of, you know, creating my business and the process and what it takes motivates me. You know, my wife, whoever that may be in the future, motivates me. And, and damn it, my kids are going to motivate me too. So why not 
be excited about adding extra motivators in your life, right? Yeah. Um, of course, I want to provide to my to my children, you know, as a you know, a very fatherly way, whatever that may look like. My goodness, I feel like a lot of people don't even realize what kids do to you. It's like I'm I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see not only what I can do for my children, but what are these people? What are they going to do to me? What are these little Jermaine's and whoever my wife is? What are they going to do to me? What are, you know, what type of impact they going to make on me? So, um, it's just an extra fire. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like an extra like huge ginormous log, um, you know, in that fire. But that's my perspective on it. I haven't said that out loud though. Okay, I mean, I've never talked about. I think like that was one of the topics that always freaked cool. me out. It does. I mean, it's like <laughs> but, it's taboo though, right? Like. But yeah, but you know what? But I think people. Should, I'm glad you, you brought it up because I feel that people should start talking about that. Yeah. About that. Like, okay, do you do you see yourself married? Mm. Okay, you don't see yourself married. Like, how do you see yourself? Yeah. I think, like, those are things that are very important to talk about. And maybe mm. with time, like, people will change their mind. Yeah. But also, um, uh, as, a, as a woman, I think that it is. There's a lot of people that find as a woman a struggle of, will I be able to do both of them? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm 24, right? 25. Yeah. 24 in your in your 25. Um, you know why are we so petrified to speak about something that is only five years away, possibly? That's such a short amount of time. Like, what is it that scares us to speak about major milestones in our life that? In all honesty, they're just around the corner. Um, that's something I don't know. That's something I don't understand. But I'm interested yeah. to see if like, you have thoughts. You know what? That. I think maybe I don't have the specific answer. And yeah. But commitment. Okay. Committing is hard. Mm. Um, I think committing in a goal, committing in a relationship, committing in... I mean, those are the two th main things that I can think about it right mm. now. Like the a relationship or a job or a goal that you want. And I think we are afraid of commitment. Yeah. Um, I even told myself this, like no one knows about it. So like you're the first person that I tell mm. uh, this. I told myself that I, I started to get mad at myself because I was always tell, telling, you know, writing, like I want to do this but I wasn't committing to the things that were going to bring me to that point. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, Andrea, if you cannot commit to yourself, yeah, like yeah. how come are you going to be able to commit to other people? Like, mm -hmm. this is just not good. And then, uh, I listened to this other girl, uh, Rachel Hollis. She yeah. is, she's pretty cool. She has a podcast and everything. And, um, she was talking about the same thing mm -hmm. that it was very hard for her to commit. She's an entrepreneur. And then I, 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 yeah, that's when I, I, I made the goal that my goal was from now on, Andrea will commit yeah. to every single thing that she tells herself. Yeah. Same thing with a uh, relationship. Commitment freaked me out. For yeah, me, yeah, it was yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. no, no, no. Like before committing, I was just like start running because yeah. just the idea of like how how long do you have to be with someone? And, you know, it's just like it freaked me out. Yeah. It honestly freaked me out. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's. It's commitment. It's it commitment. Is. The thing that freaks, at least myself, it has it has freaked me out in the past. Now I can tell you that I'm I'm committing to everything that I'm doing. I am a hundred percent committing. Yeah. Well, congratulations. <laughs> that's awesome. Hey, commitment. <laughs> um, I that's cool. 
Do you feel like that? Do you feel so like you struggle I, with something? I don't struggle with commitment. I'll be 110 percent with you. Um, the reason why I am so hesitant to commit to things sometimes is because I fucking commit to it. I got overcommit to things in which, um, you know, I strive. So like, and and it's weird. It's it's weird. But mm-hmm. if I make a decision to do something, um, like that's where my head's at. Um, so I have to be very, in some cases, you know, very observant, very tentative in some cases prior to committing to things. Mm-hmm. Because I know it's just it's just who I am. It's it's in my DNA. It's the way that I was raised. Um, you know, never quit a sport in my life. While I moved from like wrestling to basketball in high school, I wasn't quitting for the season. But I just don't like I don't quit things, right? So it's not me being afraid to commit. It's more so my fear of over, like over committing in something that may not be worth committing. Okay, so basically committing and the other person not committing enough, and so you will get not even not even not even even like the returns back to me. It's just I just know that whatever I commit in, I'm gonna do it, and it just has to make sense for me to a hundred to ten percent commitment. Then no matter what the risk is, no matter what the stakes are, um, risk and like stakes, like they don't really fuck with me. I just have to make sure that it's in my heart and in my passions and in every single want within me that I'm going to go ahead and commit to it. So, I would say a little tentative from that angle. Um, it's weird, the way I kind of look at it, but, yeah. So, do you guys commit or overcommit? I, w- I would like to, I'm interested in knowing, uh, like, what about the what about the people that are listening? Do yeah. you guys commit or overcommit? Mm-hmm. But, like, or what is the delineation are you between overcommitment and commitment? Is overcommitment you committing in something which doesn't give you returns back? Like, what is overcommitment? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know, because like now I'm the kind of person that will commit if I'm telling you that I will do it, I will 100% or do is it. it. Even a such thing as overcommitting. Yo, you guys be the, you guys be the, do the math. Like, yeah, you guys I got don't it. know. I honestly don't know. We're stumped. But yeah, that's a, that's, that's something. Yeah, people, there's taboos. And there's pe- people are still afraid of talking about sing- uh, specific topics. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, I'm glad to be here because we have to talk about things that yeah. we are afraid of talking about. Yeah. So we're breaking barriers today. I hope you guys realize <laughs> Doing our thing. Um, so let's go ahead and get this, this, this wrapped up a bit. Um, is there anything that you kind of want to leave to the individuals listening um, maybe around the ideas of process, motherhood. We spoke about a lot of shit. Um, just commitment over commitment. You know, anything that we spoke about, or anything in addition that you kind of want to relate to, you know, everybody yeah. speaking. So I think, um, well, right. there's light. It's like right of Yeah. <laughs> so it. I think that it sounds super cliche. Enjoy the process, mm. but. Just know that not all the time you're going to feel good. There's some days are going to be super crappy and Mm -hmm. some days are going to be really good. I mean, it's, but I think for me, it always reminds me about movement. Yeah. And it always (laughs) reminds me about that. Like I have to keep moving and some days are going to be, and some days are going to be good. So I think the process 
equals movement for me. Yeah. And and I guess if I would like to share something with other people, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I would say. Everybody, yeah. <laughs> I think everybody is going through their own life and stuff. And sometimes, and sometimes we just, we, we, we think that someone will have the specific answer to all our questions, yeah, yeah. but unfortunately it doesn't work that way. Yeah. So whatever you want, whatever is your business, whatever is that you're looking for, just know that it will take time because yeah. that's something that we cannot change. Mm. Mic drop, mic drop, mic drop. Cool, um, awesome. What, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go a little one eighty. What does movement, movement mean to you? Ah, <laughs> now you're okay. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see that coming. But I think movement for me is relating to this. It's mm. a, it's a process. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, what's um, moving for you? Damn it, I was, trying to, I was trying to cut it off. I wish she asked me. Um, and this is super dramatic. Movement to me is my third most valuable asset. First being, you know, my faith. Second being my family. Mm -hmm. Um, and then third is movement. I find myself in plenty of positions in which I've been still, whether that be from a physical um, perspective, a mental perspective, anything. So movement to me is legitimately, you know, what it makes me as an individual. Movement mm -hmm. is me, it is my third most valuable asset next to my faith and my family going down. So that's it. Now, I'm going to hold this thing. Did you move today? Yeah. Moved. You did? So I'm crushing it. She, she walked in the gym while I was doing some sprints. Moved. I moved. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> did is, you move today? I did. 100%. Yeah. 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 So is there anything that you would like to share with everyone that is listening to you? Um, you know, I really don't have any words advice per se but I love you guys whether that be on, on today's podcast whether that be on my podcast whether that be on through entropy I have such an appreciation for everybody that takes time out of their schedules to mm -hmm. go ahead and you know you know listen to whatever it is right um, like the reason why I do this personally is because I want to make sure that I instill some type of positivity in somebody's life. Somebody else tries to instill type of positivity in somebody's life, as well as you know some sense of community. So no words of advice for me in terms of you know any remarks that I want you to know. But again, but what I want you to know from a personal standpoint is that I have a deep respect and appreciation for everybody that takes time out of this job to listen. Yeah. Awesome. Is that it? A dropper? Hey, yo, this is Jermaine Atrophy. Leave it. Peace. All right, guys, thank you very much for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.